Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, we continue our study of Ephesians with a biblical look at the employer-employee relationship. Ephesians chapter 3, verses 5 through 9 reads, Slaves, be obedient to those who are your masters, according to the flesh, with fear and trembling, in the sincerity of your heart as to Christ. The best application to this passage in our time is to substitute the word master for employer and slave for employee. If Jesus is your Lord, this portion of the Bible has very important applications for what you do and how you do it. This passage applies appropriately to employees and employers, and it answers the same question for both. Who's the boss? After we answer that question, we'll look at spiritual labor laws for employees and employers. Please follow along with Pastor Harris as he teaches today's portion of this week's message entitled, Spirit-Led Servants of Christ. And then I got offered a job where um, my pre-overtime rate was about $8 an hour, and there was overtime every day, and I just thought, okay, I'll go do that. And in that job, I now had come to know the Lord, I now had read Ephesians, and I tried to apply it as diligently as I could. I worked really hard, and this was a pretty kind man. Um, the results were very pleasing. I became his favorite. It resulted in me getting, um, uh, if there was a choice between two things to do, I usually got the better one. And, and he, you know, he just, he, he played favorites, but that's okay because I was his favorite. That's, that's how I thought of about it. But one day, he sent me on a very specific errand, and he told me to lie to a customer. I'll never forget her name. It was Mrs. Honoroff, and we all thought she was off, never on. Um, she, she had dealt with nearly everybody in this, cup, in this company. She was, um, to be as kind as I can, totally abrasive, systematically irritating. Just, I mean, she just couldn't say anything without an edge on it. And she was usually angry. She was upset that it had been something that had been done or not done the way she wanted, and, and she had made everybody miserable, and it came to me that day, okay, take this thing back to her, and here's what you're to say, and he told me to lie. Wow. All of a sudden, the very same scriptures that I had obeyed to become this guy's favorite required me to say, I can't obey you. That was interesting. Now, uh, I'm glad to say we worked it out, and I was still his favorite. As I drove to where I was, I figured out what I was going to say to Mrs. Honoroff that would be honest, and I was going to go tell my boss what happened, and is God good or what? She wasn't home. <laughs> and I worked it out, and I said, Gene, I really appreciate working for you. I love this job. College is expensive, and you're taking a big edge off of that, and I thank you, but 
Jesus Christ is my Lord, and I can't lie. I'm not lying when I tell you I like working here, but I can't lie for you. On a moral issue like honesty, it's not disrespectful to explain why you can't obey and to seek another course of action. And if you do it in a loving and respectful way, you're almost certainly going to create an opportunity to share your faith. And if you have to stand up and refuse to do something wrong, that might be God's way to suggest you need a new job by making you unemployed. Who do you answer to? If somebody says, lie for me to keep your job, you don't need that job. You don't want that job. You can't stay in that job and do it as under the Lord. Spiritual labor law number three, be conscientious with sincerity of heart. Work hard for what you get paid to do. Um, Give your employee 60 minutes of diligent work for what you get paid to do. Now, since this is all about me and I've told you my last job as a non-Christian, my first two jobs as a Christian, then um, I'd got a pretty good handle on this and uh, I got a new summer job between college and graduate school before I went to seminary. And uh, I decided to apply them when I began that job, different state, different company, same uh, industry. And uh, I determined that I was going to work as hard as I could all the time that I was being paid. And it didn't take very long. I quickly won the respect of the owner uh, over and above the others who began to work at the same time as, as me. And this was a case where if there wasn't work, the summer hires didn't get called in. So if there's just a little bit of work, one gets called in. And uh, if he had to call somebody else, he'd call once. They didn't answer on the first ring. He'd hang up and call me. It's okay if you're the favorite, as long as you're not playing favorites, all right? That's meant to be funny. Um, he called me in to his office on Friday afternoon of the fourth week that I'd been there. Now, how many of you in the corporate world have been called in on Friday afternoon? It's almost never good. And I thought, uh-oh, this is the end, and I hope he makes it painless. And he said, um, you know, I have some uh, needs in, his, in our company, and uh, I have my eye on you. And what he did was he promoted me to a position that in that company, usually it came in 12 increments. You got a, a, a raise once a month. If you were faithful, you got a raise once a month, every month for 12 months. And then at the end of the year, you got a bigger raise and you got to a new status in the company. He jumped me 11 steps forward. He even let me take trucks that belong to him and drive them all over the Midwest across state lines and, and, and doing all of these things. Sometimes applying these principles pay dividends other than strictly spiritual blessings. But understand, it's not about whether you get the raise. It's as unto the Lord. And a fringe benefit of the way I had approached that job was that I got to tell some of my fellow employees about Christ. And, and you know, well, why did you get that deal? I'll say, well, you'll have to ask the boss why he did it, but I can tell you I'm just doing this as under the Lord, and God is in control of my life, and, and, and you can have that same joy if you want to. And by the way, that also opened the opportunity to be deeply resented and ridiculed by some who, people who felt that my motive was to show them up. 
And I could say, no, it's, it's about God. God meant all along, this should be how his people work. So, obey, respect your employer, work hard, but none of that actually falls together until you get the fourth one. Have the right motivation. goes back to, as to Christ. Who are you working for? There's no difference between your job and your spiritual life. Your job just happens to be a place in which you can illustrate what your spiritual life actually is. And I don't know exactly how this is going to work itself out in, in practice for you. You'll have to make your own uh, applications. But understand, I can say for you today, I mean, okay, I'm doing my job if you want to be earthly about it. And I really like you, and I really enjoy the fellowship, and I enjoy being liked, and that doesn't matter. Ultimately, what matters is that I could go home today and I can say, Christ, I did my best to explain what your word means, and to call your people and encourage your people to rally around it. I've been faithful to you. Obedience, respect, conscientiousness and the right motivation. And verses 6 through 8 just repeat everything that is in verse 5. And then let's skip ahead. Spiritual labor laws for employers. You know what they are? They're exactly the same as the spiritual labor laws for employees. Masters do the same things to them and give up threatening. You're serving the Lord. Wherever you work or go to school or volunteer or arrange a, a community picnic, whatever you're doing, you should be the most faithful person in the organization. The only caveat on that is if there's another Christian in the organization who's been there longer than you and had more time to develop a reputation for doing this. If you're in Christ, everything you do is as unto Him for His glory. Whether you are a wife, a husband, a children, a children, a child, a parent, an employee, a slave, an employer, or a master, your duty is to be a spirit-led servant of Christ. That's why I chose the title for all these paragraphs. Spirit-led fill-in-the-blank because that's what this is all about. And let's pray. Father, thank You for Your Word. Thank You for Your Spirit who inspired, guided the, the writing of Your Word. And Father, I know that some of my brothers and sisters here today uh, are going to get up tomorrow and go into a situation where it's not a friendly environment for serving as unto You. Keep their eyes on You. Encourage them. Create gospel opportunities for them. Some of my brothers and sisters have sought to do this, and they've been persecuted in their job situation, even the, sometimes the job being taken away. You know all of that, Father. Guide them, direct them, provide for them, and above all, make it be that wherever we are in whatever roles we find ourselves, we are illustrations of what a Spirit-led child of God is all about. Have your way with each of us. To that end, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.
If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.